Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Look, I don't know what we're going to give y'all today, because we already gave y'all two hours of content two days ago. My shooting arm hurts. I feel like we just played game four and went into double overtime, and now you want to turn around and play game five. And I'm blaming that on Will. Hey, that's cool. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. And yes, I am Willie F, and that is the the Shaolin of shambles, Mr. Brooks. And it's like he said, we're, it's triple overtime. Just you know, why not run the score up now? We got a lead, so hey, why not? How you doing, young man? Hey, Cold Ward, I'm just chilling. Oh, okay, okay. I woke up inspired this morning. Started working on something. Okay, okay. Are they gonna get that first, or are they gonna get this first? You'll definitely get this first. Okay, okay, okay. So that's gonna be the that's gonna be the uh, icing on the cake. Maybe, uh, maybe. I we'll got see you. how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But I felt inspired this morning. Woke up out of my sleep, honestly, and and my mind was just moving. I was like, let me let me actually write this down, because typically I don't write it down. So I'm writing this one down, and I'm gonna we'll see how it goes. Okay, okay. You're not a journal. You don't journal. I'm, I, I I try, but I'm very inconsistent about it. So, no, I don't typically journal. Yeah, I realize that when you started your blog, you fell off real quick. Uh, oh, no, I got I got a lot of stuff in the tuck, but I just, really? I just stopped posting. I got like I got like 10, 10 entries in the tuck, but I just stopped posting them. Like I'll, I'll still to this, that? I'll still to this day go write stuff and then I'll just leave it in the drafts because the drafts. it's it's to me, it's it's a release. And, and I get that release when I write it, not necessarily when I publish it. So once I once I write it, if I if I go over it and and, and I determine how personal it is for me, if it's personal and I just needed to get it out of my mind and into a, a different a different arena, then I'll, I'll 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 leave it. But if I if I feel that I'm kicking some kind of knowledge or I'm putting something out there that's very relatable, then I, I'll give it to the masses. Come on, young Shaolin. It, it's it's I mean I feel what you're saying, but at the same time. At least out of those ten, you could have at least published two, just based on the fact that one, you have a podcast, so it definitely helps us out to have something to talk about. <laughs> that way, we all got to struggle to talk about shit. But I don't know. That's interesting because I, I I have realized that Capricorns tend to have a, a tendency to, to to be journalers. That everybody I know that's Capricorn tends to like to journal in some sense. I mean, obviously, you know me. Like I like writing stuff in my notes. I think I need to, I, I mean, I can't really talk about you because even on some of the blog stuff I post, it's been mostly repost, but it's been interesting finds for me. And I haven't really wrote anything in a while, which I should. But uh, yeah, next time I write something, hopefully you follow up with something because I know that I think your mind is heavier than mine. I said mine, but your mind is heavier than mine. Whew. What what makes you think that? Oh, oh, and, and side note, look. When I do a live and when Well does a live, you gotta expect two different things. If you just think, if you listen to a basketball game, Well is gonna give you the play-by-play, and I'm gonna give you the color commentary. So when you get into a Shaolin of Shambles live, you gotta realize that we're not gonna do a lot of deep thinking. We're not. We're not. We're not, we're not here for that. We're not. We're not here for that. That that we we lead up to Well. To, to, to take y'all down those deep dives and, and, and to give you that, that mental exercise. Me, we just shooting around. 
I wish you wouldn't even said that. It's, that's not even worth addressing. <laughs> I mean, because you basically just said, I'm Jay, that's well. Basically. <laughs> like, okay. Basically. <laughs> like, like I, I I think when it's all said and done, people that's uh, people that support support us, if they're even l- listening to an uh, Instagram live when we pull up, I mean, I think for the most part, it, it seems like they just generally appreciate the fact that we're willing to, to get up there and have the guts to have a conversation in general. So yeah, I mean, you, you you'll get my personality, you'll get your personality. I want by, by the time I got on there, because I mean, a lot of people fail to realize like. At first, we would know that we were going to do a live a couple of days ahead of time. Now we're just winging it. We're just doing it because we feel like doing it now. And yeah, I didn't even think that, you know, in the midst of this pandemic, I didn't even think that we would even be doing it at this point. And well, we're like in phase three in, in most places. Well, in North Carolina, y'all, y'all, y'all not in no phases. I don't know what y'all got going on out there. But um, <laughs> for the most part, I didn't even know we'd still be doing these. But I mean... People, people have people have time to get on because we can't. I can't even say people get on because they have nothing to do. Because I was listening to another episode and I keep I keep remembering that in a lot of places it's, it is fairly normal. Like I got homegirls that are, that are out right now and you know they're at places, you know, mask on, no mask on at brunches. I mean, for the most part, depending on where you are, there is stuff for you to do. People are still going out to eat. People are still enjoying life. So it's not like people are trapped in a house. And listening to an IG live that we pull up on is the only thing they can do. But the IG live, to me, the reason I was glad that you did it, because, I mean, regardless of it, it, to me, it's the same mindset of I left it in the drafts, meaning I got on the IG live and it's not really I'm not getting on the IG live for y'all. I'm really like when you get on, it's more along the lines of getting on the IG live for you. And that's another vent session or it's just a time for you to shoot the shit like, you know, uh, Ed got on there. And you know, y- y'all chopped it up a little bit. wasn't It wasn't no deep dive on anything, but y'all was chopping it up, and people still had things to say about what y'all said. So it means something because in the end, we're all fucking nosy. <laughs> <laughs> we really are. We all are nosy. And it was funny. I was hooping today, and one of the older dudes, um, I was hooping with, um, because he he heard he heard that that I that I'll be doing a podcast, and then he came up to me and he like he just was like. Talking about like basically it was like what we talk about and you know I kind of like reflected on social media. He was like, man, it's so crazy. And even at his age, like he's probably like upper forties, and he's like, he wants to talk so much on social media. White guy, and he was like, he he got to the point where every time somebody posted something that he didn't agree with or if he'd agree with, he felt like he had to post something. And I'm just like, dog, like. That just really just mean you just gotta detox because you're getting to the point where you always gotta say something and you're always on there. You probably need to relax a little bit because that shit that shit that shit'll start grinding your gears and pissing you off. And you're like, hold up, why am I even letting this affect me? I don't mm-hmm. even know this person. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's 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 pretty cool to know that it is a common theme amongst most human beings today. And like I said, our nosiness can 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 put us in a you know. Uh, a mountain of trouble if we just don't learn to just relax, mind our business, let people let people vent, let people talk their shit. A lot of times they just trying to blow off some steam. But even 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 then even then I, I still think that if if you have a platform to let off steam to vent, you know, utilize it. Don't just leave it in the drafts. We need we you just you can't it, just imagine you got a a bench player 
that you know can drop 30 anytime and he just on the bench just chill. That's what you doing, man. It's like, That's why it's, I be telling you. It's man. like when those artists say, man, I, I, must, I must wrote 50 songs for this album and, and chopped it down to 10. Hey, some of them you just don't feel, feel like you. they make the cut. I feel you. Speaking of album, man, that boy Logic, man, he's that boy. I, I, I feel I feel a lot of people try to knock Logic because I think he had like a the thing I like about Logic, and a lot of y'all just don't know he just dropped the album, No Pressure. And it, it's it's supposedly his last album. And, you know, a lot of times that's depending on the person you're dealing with, that can be a loophole to that because I mean he isn't he he can't drop a mixtape. I've n- I've never known anybody to say this is my last album and that be their last album. Yeah, yeah, that's if if there are any, it's very far and few. I need Drake to drop a last album though. I need Drake to drop a last album. I'm done with Drake. But anyways, uh, <laughs> he going through an identity crisis, bro. <laughs> he's that, uh, been going through an identity crisis. He doesn't yeah, know. He, yeah, he doesn't know if he's Jamaican. He's what uh, Arabian now. Uh, yeah, Arabian. I mean, British. Uh. <sighs> Let me get on. But stay on a positive note. Okay, <laughs> Logic dropped no pressure. And the thing I like about Logic's whole discography is the fact that he he kept the theme going. And I really, really, really. Pray to God that J. Cole keeps the theme going with KOD because if he doesn't, he's just going to remind me of another Nas as far as a guy that is almost like, you know, he can spit, you know, he's a, you know, he's a cold artist, but it's almost like he has ADHD and he can't stay on the course. I mean, do you, you do realize like the way KOD was set up is like set up for a part two or like a continuation I, and I, just I, I, like, I understand that, but I also, I also hearken back to the mixtapes, the come up, the warm up. You know, I, 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 I hearken I, the fault. What is it? The fall off. That's the name of the the alleged name of the album. I, I'm thinking this was this is going to tie back into those mixtapes. So what is his what is his next album called? It's called the fall off. The fall off, and it's you're saying that it's linked to the mixtapes. That's what I'm thinking. So 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 the album. So like I said, the KLD thing is just. So this ain't his last album. Or did he didn't he say he's retiring too? He allegedly. It's and that's one. The reason I bring him up is because I mean they sound alike. Logic and J Cole sound alike. If you if you slow down Logic's voice a little bit, he sounds exactly like J Cole. It's actually weird at times because it, I mean I honestly think that that's his favorite rapper. But um, anyway that that's interesting. I mean I mean I, I didn't know that he had a name for it yet. And I was and I was hoping that, like I said, I was hoping it was gonna be like the. So what was the what was the last song on KOD? You asked me that quick. off cuff. Um, I have no idea, but like I also think like 2014 Forest Hill Drive, For Your Eyes Only, and KOD, they could be looked at as 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 moments in time. Even Born Center, like I feel like those albums can be taken as like this is just a complete work. Oh, like shit. I'm not putting I... something else to them. Like this is this is what this was. This was like for your eyes only was a complete story that I mean, I really didn't like it that much, but I could tell that it was a complete story that you were telling. OK, never mind. J. Cole, J. Cole is going the course that he should be going. The last song on K.O.D. was 1985 intro to fall off. And I, and I just didn't remember. 
Oh, okay. So that that's I, I don't know why I thought he was trying. I thought he was gonna do something with KOD as far as it being like a series because I know that he had that kill Edward character or something that he was doing something with. So I thought he was gonna build on that. But no, if 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 he's if he's doing the intro to fall off, to me, I hope he concludes with that. And you know, obviously, we know when they say retiring and albums, that's one thing. He could still drop a mixtape. He could do features. That's gonna be cool to me. But low key, I would like to hear that because I think Logic did something that was great for hip hop that brought you back to the essence of somebody actually being able to be creative in a sense of telling a story with their discography. And I know J. Cole is capable of doing that. And it would be cool to see that from, especially from an artist like J. Cole, even though I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan, I, I still, I still would like him to do that because I hate him. I would hate for him to go down that, like that Nas path. I felt like sometimes Nas was just all over the place, but anyways, Hopefully you get a chance to listen to it. It's worth listening to. It's pretty solid. I, I I don't know. Never mind. I thought you. I know. I know. It's funny. I know a couple of women that are Logic fans, but I don't know a lot of men that are Logic fans. It's kind of weird to me. I, I've never dabbled. Interesting. Interesting. It, 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 uh, I'll, I'll put it on for a workout sometime this week and, and get through it. See what it's like. Okay. Okay. I, I feel like you're a hip hop fan, so you probably might enjoy it. I mean, I know you were you were, you were two, you you were two chains go way back hey. <laughs> but it's all good I'm, I'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to the fall off and i'm looking forward to um god dang well, what's that other album I'm, I'm looking forward to my boy uh that nigga be spitting too god dang I always he, he so these rappers have the weirdest names these days and it's just i can't i can't keep up with it but it's a couple of albums i'm looking forward to hopefully kendrick lamar surprises us with something but i'm not gonna hold my breath but anyways, man, last episode we were talking, I said we were going to talk about Red Flags and Zodiacs, and I kind of felt like, you know, why not jump on that wave? It wouldn't hurt. If you, if, I don't know if you compiled a list or if you want to reflect on things that you remembered that you spoke about last time. It's it's really up to you at this point. <laughs> Cause, cause I, 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 I definitely didn't put a list together, no. Um, I, I usually... I, I feel, and this goes way back to when we first started this back in 2016, I felt like a lot of the lists that I made, I kind of stick to the script too much. And so, but I mean, I know I know a red flag that I don't want and I know a red flag when I see it. So, and, and the unmentioned um, that doesn't exist anymore, I don't, I don't recall. So. We'll, you'll get a brand new list from your boy. Yes. So I get yeah, like you said, man. We I guess we could crank it up and we you could just feed off of because like I said, I have my old list and I say my old list and for people that's been around for a minute, they've probably heard me say these things before, and I kind of feel I kind of feel like I'm cheating, but because I could easily. I could have easily did a, a new list and then somebody been like, oh yeah, that sounds similar to his last one. He's staying consistent, but I'm just going to cheat and just stay consistent based off the fact that as a Capricorn, I, I journaled it in a sense. So here it is. Uh, and and I, this is once again, I guess I want to like, it's a trigger warning or maybe a disclaimer to get, to get people to understand that. Although I see these as red flags, doesn't mean that Jay sees these as red flags Meaning my red flags don't reflect his red flags. And also this doesn't this is not this does not mean a woman is a horrible person or a man is a horrible person. This just means that this is somebody I probably wouldn't mess with. And 
my red flag might be your your green your green light. <laughs> like you may like that. You know. You what did that post say? Hey, when those red flags look like six flags when you're horny. Once again, I mean, it is what it is, and that that's fine. I just personally, me, uh, generally speaking, I think at any given time, if I'm just put on the spot, I can give a person about fifteen to twenty red flags I look for. But fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Wow. I mean, shit. When you think about the fact that me, you, we had a combined red flags, and then people would even submit red flags. I mean, we got there's hundreds of red flags, and I'm just saying for me. I think I'm capable of giving giving you about a good 15 to 20 red flags. And it's not about a person having all 15 to 20 red flags. I feel like any combination of two or three red flags, it's probably a sign for you to dip. Three, three like, strikes you know, and you're out? Exactly. You know, I feel like it's easier said than done because I heard that a grapevine, a friend of mine was um, – he got back with his ex and, and he's trying to, I guess he's like trying to keep it secret from us. And it's like, I don't know why people treat me like that, man. People just act like I'm just the type of person that's going to be like, you, are. you know, you are. I'm not, you man. Are. I'm a supportive person. You you, <laughs> I am what? You are. You are that person. You, you, you and Ed are that person. So I, I typically tell y'all shit last. Once, once I, once I go to my grandma and I get my coddling out the way, then I come to y'all and I get the real. Oh, listen, man. I need to if call you my want to get, if <laughs> Yeah, you do that. And hopefully you get, call it with some with some good news. If a person I know, and, and, and before we get into this red flags thing, let, let's just go ahead and, and dabble on the, the, the conversation of the ex. Look, it's not easy to let go. We all know that. There are people out there that are struggling to let go of bad habits in general. And an ex is a bad habit. So as easy as it as easy as it is to for you to let go of a bad habit, I mean you can kind of correlate that to letting go of an ex. So if it's not easy for you to let go of bad habits, then it's gonna be hard for you to let go of an ex. I understand that. I just of the particular mindset of if you're in a situation with somebody that you know for a fact is not good for you, they treat you wrong, you know you can do better. That's when I get to the point where it's like, hey, you know, maybe you should leave that person alone and move around because this particular this particular person, I've actually had conversations with him one on one. And I was like, bro, like, I know what you was going through. Y'all don't seem bad for each other. And, and it's, I'm really talking like I'm not being hypothetical. Yeah. And I'm talking to this person. I'm like, I know that they're not bad for each other. But at the same time, one of them made a mistake. And that's up to that person to be like, you know, as a man, to be like, hey, you know, if you want to take them back based on that mistake, then that's on you. That's the same thing I would tell Will Smith. Like, hey, if you want to take her back, you know, after what she did, that is on you. But hopefully you understand that there's going to be a shift in energy when this comes back, when this comes back into play. Everything is, I mean, I guess for lack of a better term, there will be a new normal between y'all. And I mean, that's, and who am I to judge? Like, it's, do your thing. Like I know people that struggle for years. Like <laughs> people think people fail to realize I don't just know two or three people. I know quite a few people. <laughs> and, and and you think that you're going through something that's like unique to you, it really isn't. In a sense of maybe you are handling it a lot different, but like 
you're not the only one that's having a hard time letting go of an ex. There's people that have been abused by exes, literally physically abused by exes, which is a red flag. You let a person that physically abuses you, and this is for women. If a man physically abuses you, that is a red flag and you need to dip. Honestly, that is a that is what I would call a a glowing red flag. A that burning is like, red flag. Yes. Like that is a red flag that, in my opinion, would put me in a mindset. If you are my sister, I'm gonna tell you that like cause cause this is gonna sound crazy. But like I see I as if if I literally had a little sister, I don't have a little sister. If I had a little sister and I knew she was being abused by a man, that doesn't automatically mean I'm going to come to her aid and protect her in a sense. Because I'm going to want her to use her discernment to realize that you made this bad decision and you need to realize it's bad and remove yourself from it without the aid of your of your big brother or family members. Now, if it's life threatening, that's different because there's different levels of physical abuse. I agree. You know, you know, you might just, you know, this dude might be, he might be the one that, you know, bear hug you. You know, he, it's not like he's pulling guns out on you and he's beating you with a weapon. Like, come on. But once again, a glowing red flag is being physically abused by your partner, man or woman. And and I, and I think that's something you got to nip in the bud at the very beginning because it only, those things like that only get worse. So if the first time a man or a woman put their hands on you, you got to be like, all right, I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I'm not going to stand this. I'm not going to tolerate this. No matter how much I love this person, no matter what kind of bonds we have, because I think that's when it escalates to the point where and, and, I, and I've, I've only really heard these stories from women. So I'm going to speak, speak from that kind of perspective that where they say, you know, yeah, but I was so far deep. I didn't know what to do. Like I was so linked to him. I didn't know if I could leave. He he knew he knew all my friends. He would know where to find me. I had no family around. You know, you you put yourself into a situation where this is your the only person that you have, and to leave them is just that much harder. So I think that's something you really got to nip in the bud from the beginning. And I know here I am sitting on the other side of a microphone. I'm trying to tell you know I'm saying these things, and they're easier said than done. I get that, but you know from 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 my understanding. You know, and this is uh, and it's horrible to say that because I have zero understanding because I have zero experience. You got to really try to nip that in the bud as quick as you can. I don't claim to be profound in the social sciences, but I have learned over time that women that come from abusive homes or, you know, they 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 deal with traumatic experiences as children people in general, they deal with these things as children. And when they grow up, it, it kind of becomes a norm for them. Their mind normalizes this abuse. And that's what makes it complicated for them. But I have heard stories <clears throat> about women that it was uh, brand new to them and they were just confused. And they'd be in that situation like, you know, maybe that was just a one-time thing. And one of the, one of the things that I've been peeping about society lately is the fact that people hate to self-reflect based on the fact that they don't really like what they're what they what they'll end up seeing when they actually choose to look at themselves in the mirror but the fact of the matter is is this is one of those self-reflecting situations where you have to simply ask yourself would somebody that loves themselves put up with this would somebody that loves themselves put up with being punched in the mouth by 
by somebody, you know, just for getting into an argument. If if you can't get on a playing field, a mental playing field with a person where it's a respectable discourse, then I'm sorry, like there is no reason. And if you're listening to No Boundaries, there's no reason for you to deal with any physical abuse from anybody in this day and age. And I'm saying this as like, even if you go to your therapist and your therapist is like, oh, I understand. Cause you know me, like, I feel like therapists will be like, oh, I understand. You know, your dad used to beat you or you used to witness your mom getting beat by your dad. Yes. I'm going to tell you, I understand that. And I'm going to tell you straight up, get out of that situation. Because at the end of the day, it's not doing nothing for you. And even that person, if he has a conscience or if she has a conscience, they'll realize, okay, yeah, I'm wilding out. Like this person doesn't deserve this abuse. Like, Unless you're dealing with a sociopath, but like I said, that's a glowing red flag. Go ahead. And then, really, that's where the where the first first set of victim blaming. I think that's, I think that that is the most accurate when it comes to victim blaming. When it's like, well, if I if I would have just did what he told me, he wouldn't have put his hands on me or or something like that. If you know, like I think that's that's where you get in that mindset of like, okay, there's really something wrong that I'm giving him an excuse to put his hands on me. There's no excuse for you to put your there's no excuse for you to put your hands on, on anybody. I'm 32 years old. I'm not putting my hands on nobody at this point in age of my life. I will probably shoot you before I put my hands on you at this age because there's no yeah, reason for me to get for is no there's no reason for me to escalate things to that point where I'm putting my hands on a woman. There's never been a reason for me to escalate to the point to put my hands on a woman. There's really no reason reason for me to escalate putting my hands on a man unless he putting his hands on my, on my woman or on my family. So it's just it's just to that point where it's like, all right, don't blame yourself. And I know I'm not talking I'm not talking to nobody in particular. I'm and again, you know, like I said, my disclaimer that I have no knowledge of anything like that. But if you're sitting there and you're blaming yourself, saying I wouldn't have got hit for this reason, you're sound like a little kid who got popped for stealing snacks, and you're a grown ass adult. <laughs> at what age do you? I mean, I know you're not a parent yet, but at what age do you feel that you need? If you do spank your child, what age do you feel like you should stop spanking your child? Or even giving them physical repercussions? As long as, long as my child can get these hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If Elijah listened, he already know. Like, Elijah ain't, like, bro, I ain't, I ain't put my hands on him in a minute. But, uh, he know. <laughs> but, but in, 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 in all honesty, and I say it again, you, uh, as we mentioned, I'm not a parent yet. I would hope to be able to take the approach that I can say, this is why you're getting this spanking. This is why you're getting this. So to, to instill that as young, as soon as possible to where I get to the age when the child is seven, eight, nine, they just know, hey, this is wrong. I'm going to get these hands if I do this. So when we have this conversation, why did you do that? You know what those repercussions are. And you know that it's, it's a disciplinary thing and not a, a control thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Causing, cause, cause and effect. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I didn't even expect to ask you that question, but here we are. No boundaries. That's what we do. Um, hey, we can, talk, we can talk about my hypothetical <laughs> children all we want, man. <laughs> hey, seriously, though. But, uh, I mean, a lot of people are planning for that. And that's something that if you, if you kind of get that stored into your brain – it's okay to have that healthy mindset because there's a lot of us out there that want to get married, want to have kids, want to live that, you know, that uh, fictitious American dream because it is attainable for some. It's just not attainable for all. But the fact of the matter is you got to gear yourself and get ready for that because 
it's better to be you know proactive than reactionary because in some cases reactionary you know you if you're a quick thinker you're quick on your feet cool but i'm sorry to be strategic and have something planned out to me it's always gonna come with better better uh, a better conclusion but um just to jump into wait is, normal it, is, it, is it my red flag turn I mean, if you have something off the top of your head, shoot for it. I mean, like I said, that was, to me, that was a that's a glowing red flag. That's mm-hmm. that's something that that should send a person running. So I guess that's my one. To, to physical my, abuse. My number one, and again, there's no particular order because I would agree physical abuse would be number one. It should be number one on anybody's list. My number one is if you're chasing, they are running. So that's if, your, that's your, that's if, your philosophy. If you if you're if you're the only one that's putting in effort, and I know you, and I know ah shit, I know Instagram will say you know stop stop watering dead plants and you know see you know if you stop texting first you know see how 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 quiet your phone gets stuff like that whatever what have you yeah I get that whatever, but you have to really look at it and see okay who is putting in all the effort. Is my effort being compensated? Is it being matched? Am I going above and beyond and I'm not being reciprocated? And if you're sitting there and you're feeling like you're doing the most, that person doesn't really want you. And everything you're doing, it's safe to say that person doesn't really want you. They might enjoy everything that you're doing and which could cloud their judgment in all actuality because they can think, man, this is such a great person. Why don't I want them? They do all this for me. Well, let me try to want them because they do these things for me. But even with that, everything comes back to center. So eventually it's going to come back to the center and it's going to be like, oh, I'm not really into this person. I was just into what they were doing for me. I was into the attention that they showed me. I like it. I like it. You that's that's yeah, that's definitely your one. You because you've been you've been realizing that for a while. I feel like, um, yeah, you've been realizing that for a while. That's important for you to to etch that in your brain, and not to go off on a tangent here. There are a lot of people that um, that tend to think that. How do I say? In a sense, they feel like if they constantly remember their mistakes, that in a sense, that's like self damaging. But I feel like, in a sense, it's like self-reflection and self-criticism. And I think that it's important for people not to forget their mistakes. You want to kind of etch them into your memory. That way you don't repeat them. So it, so I, when you say that, it, it, it lets me know that future Jay is going to be a lot smarter about realizing he's chasing and then realizing he got bad knees and he going to stop because it ain't no point. <laughs> He's bad, so was, Boko. Bro, when, when you're in that situation where you feel like you got chased, remember, man, like, my knees ain't all that great, man. I can't be chasing you, you know. Not at and, and that's yeah, cause and I and I and I feel like that's why I understand when women that understand biology kind of get into that mindset of being like, you know, kind of in a hurry, kind of feeling the pressure. But, you know, obviously coming coming at it in a realistic mindset, realizing like, hey, you know, I can't control these dudes. But the fact of the matter is, like, I don't have time to be playing games. I just wish that a lot of women would understand that a lot sooner than 31, 32, you know, because 
you're sitting here chasing this guy and in all honesty, like you wasting your good years. And I'm not saying your good years can't can't go into the forties, but everybody ain't built like that. No. Everybody ain't done. Everybody not done cousins. You seen done cousins? No. Oh that, that video. Oh, Man, oh I, did, I didn't read her name. <laughs> you shit about her oh, name. Yeah, her name was Dumb Cousins. She from uh, the UK, 44 years old, and she says, look at half her age is a nightmare. I kind of hit him with the Waka Flocka face because I was like, okay. <laughs> if that's how you feel hey, you look. Okay. You know, it, it, and this is me with that situation. I could easily say to just add to the list one of my, this this like this ain't no particular order, but I definitely believe that arrogance and overconfidence, in a sense, when dealing with another person, is definitely a light red flag, more of a a soft pink red flag, a soft pinkish red flag, I guess, because <laughs> like it doesn't bother, yeah, because it doesn't bother me that. She feels that great about herself. No. What bothers me is the fact that she thinks that looking good is almost the primary requirement for somebody to treat her respectfully or to, for somebody to just say, okay, I'm finna deal with your craziness because you look half your age or because you're confident, you know, I have to feed into your delusion. Like, I don't have to do that. I mean, it's almost the same as, you know, people not realizing that everybody's not going to think you're that beautiful. I mean, she was a light-skinned, she was a fair-skinned or light-skinned woman. There's probably dudes out there like, well, you're light-skinned, I don't like you. So you don't look good to them. Exactly. So, oh, you're you, 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 know, you too skinny. You're not thick enough. Yeah, or, or, you, or you're or you medium-sized. I want them skinny. Or you're not big enough. So, so to me... That is a that is a sense of delusion that, in my honest opinion, I mean, she had four kids. She's 44 years old. And I don't know if Judge Judy said this, but I think she said something along the lines of uh, beauty, beauty is temporary and stupid lasts forever. <laughs> and I, I, I definitely think that she's approaching this whole dating situation with a, with, a, with a sense of stupidity because she has to realize that her beauty is going to fade. And if, if 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 everything that if if what you used it what if your main source of catching your fish if your bait is only your beauty, then you gonna you gonna be real mad when 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 a when a lot of dudes that you're interested in aren't biting. So like I said, you know that overconfidence to me is like a a pinkish red flag, not too red because it can be ignored. Some dudes can handle that. Some dudes will be like, oh, she just she thinks she's the baddest. But whatever, I, I humble her. Some dudes can handle that. Yeah. But you know me, me, I, I may not be able to handle that. So, but I guess that'd be my my second one. Uh, I, what you got? To me, um, I'm gonna go with somebody that doesn't treat the average person with respect is a red flag. So, like, if they're they're me, they're rude to wait service. They're rude to. Their friends, they're rude to their their family. Just a, a rude person has always been a red flag to me, and I, I don't know if it's because like the way that I, I was brought up is that you know you show everybody with with some kind of respect because you don't know them at all. 
so you give them that respect because the you can earn trust and and everything but you i can just give you respect until you lose that so when people when i see people who are who are, are rude to wait staff who are just doing their job who, who can only have a conversation if they're talking trash about somebody else that's a huge red flag because eventually you're going to do that to me eventually you're going to attack my character eventually you're going to say that to me because we're going you're going to get into a fight if, if your relationship hasn't had a fight yet there's something wrong with your relationship so when you get into that fight i want to be able to, to to get into that argument with somebody that's going to stick to the facts and that's not going to attack my character you feel like that person has that those traits. Once they're rude, once they disrespect people they don't even know, <laughs> yeah. what's going to stop them from disrespecting you? What's, what's going to stop them from disrespecting me and they have so much more information on me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They definitely going to talk shit behind your back. It's kind of it's kind of like, uh, I know Kevin Hart said it in his stand-up one time. He's talking about, oh, you, well, you weren't saying that when you was eating ass last night. You know, they just go out, out of their way to, to try to say something harmful or, or out of their way to, to embarrass you. And it's kind of like, look, I'm not, look, if I'm in a relationship with you, I'm not going to call you out of your name. I'm not going to attack your character. I'm not going to do any of that. If we get into an argument, I'm going to stick to the facts and I'm going to stick to my feelings because those are the only thing I can only things I can validate. I can't validate yours, but I can validate mine. So if you are going to attack my character and get into a point where you're saying a lot of stuff that I just that's just not true, then it's kind of like, why am I even arguing with you? I can we can sit here and we can debate facts. And, and like you say, when it comes to sports, you don't like to debate opinions because that's all sports is, is opinions. That's <laughs> what so it's like, why am I going? Why am I? Why am I going to have to sit here and defend myself against things I know obviously aren't true? <laughs> straight up though, straight up though. Yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, my next one would be um, emotional abuse and gaslighting. Mm. I know gaslighting is a is a is a buzzword, sort of so to speak. But when you truly understand what gaslighting is. And I can't, you know, I'm not pulling up no dictionary or nothing like that. But just hearing the term gaslighting, it just, when I when I to simplify it, I think the best way to say to explain it is just somebody that just constantly leaves you second guessing, like you're just so unsure what they want. And what like you're 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 like you're like dang like, I, I guess they want this, but then their actions show this, and I feel like that's a that's a significant, that's that's emotional abuse, that because is. I feel like, if you're grown ups, because I mean young young kids like my son them age they're dating girls whatever they probably won't deal with it on that level but like grown ups, over the age of twenty twenty one I would say or over the age of twenty five, I feel like they have enough common sense to articulate their needs. And I feel like if you're dealing with somebody that is constantly like putting you in a situation where should I go or should I stop? Like, like that's that, that will drive me insane. And I think that that could even be tied into chasing someone. What? What? No, what? I, was, I was thinking, you know how, how, um again, you know, you'll see the memes where it's like, all right, baby, I'm gonna go out with my friends. Okay, you have fun, and then and then you know the dude just pauses, like, "No, nah, she really don't mean for me to have fun." Like that that that's no that that's code for no, nah, don't have fun. Like then you start freaking out, and you start thinking, you know, 
damn, you know, I really need to stay home. Like, you know, and she said nothing, but, you know, have fun, which she could have been genuine about. But now you're overthinking. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, she, she don't want me to have fun. She really don't want me to go. And you just freak out about it. It's it's a it's a it's a sort of manipulation, like you know. And there could be multiple reasons why this guy is feeling that way. But if he knows his partner enough, and she says it a certain way, she like, yeah, all right, go have fun with your little friends. She's like, oh, shit. Anytime somebody's like, called you know, little, yeah, <laughs> it's an yeah, issue. yeah, she ain't got to go that far. Just you know. But y'all know what I mean, though. Yeah. And and I feel like, like I said, if you're with somebody long enough, you know their energy, and they use some gaslighting tactics to get their way. You'll know what's up. Like to me in, 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 in me, we talked about this before. Like, I feel like in relationships, there should be a certain level of privacy, a certain, a certain amount of freedom. And I feel like with, you know, modern day relationships, millennials and Gen Zers, if they're in relationships where privacy and, and bits of freedom are things that you manipulate your partner out of, that's emotional abuse. Like you, you shouldn't have to mani- like manipulate any form of manipulation. <sighs> I can't. I don't want to say that because I kind of feel like makeup was manipulation, but that's a story for another day. Um, there are forms of manipulation I can say that are just societal norms, but the manipulation that comes with, you know, making your partner feel uncomfortable with being free, or doing his his or own his her his or her own thing is gaslighting, and I don't like it. So. Yeah, gaslighting, emotional abuse. That's those are those are red flags. That's that's a, that's a big red flag for me. And like I said, that could be that 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 combined with something else is definitely signs to dip. But once again, that's just me. Y'all might y'all might be cool with that with that uh with with gas being gaslit by somebody that you you enjoy. But just remember, when when you're when you're sitting there and you don't know and they won't tell you and they're stringing you along. Just know that you're choosing to stay in that situation, and that's 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 an, that's a type of an abuse that you're dealing with, and it's really nobody else's fault but yours, because you know what's going on. You know for sure there is no clarity, and if there is no clarity, then there is a problem, especially between two people that are trying to take it to the next level. But yeah, that's just that's just me. Uh, I I can't I came up with two while you were saying that I don't know which one I want to use first, but um. I'm going to go with a red flag is if somebody has to always get their way or if they're always indecisive. And I know a lot of times people just can't land in the middle and anything. But I feel that if a person has no back down, if they have no collaboration, you only have to compromise and fold to their will and everything has to go their way. It's a problem because that relationship isn't about you at that point. That relationship is solely about that other person whenever you have to do exactly what they want all the time. And and I and I honestly feel that happens a lot more on a man on a man's side. Like a man will impose his will to make a woman always do what he wants to do. And I I feel like the indecisiveness is kind of like escapism. Like you're really not there in the relationship, so you really don't care what's going on. You don't care if y'all go to the movies. You don't care if y'all sit around the house all day. You don't care if you go, you know, visit visit your parents. You don't care if he goes out with his friends. You don't care if she goes out with her homegirls because you're mentally not invested in that relationship anymore. And you really are just trying to get away from that person. That's in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's 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 okay to care 
and say, oh, well, yeah, go, yeah, go have fun. I don't, you know, go have fun. But at the same time, yeah, I don't care what you do. I don't care if we sit here. I don't care nothing. And, and you just sit there in silence. And that, that's going to bleed into my next one. But, you know, go ahead. Get your shit off. Oh, yeah, that you on the roll, man. Uh, <laughs> that you that she don't care. Or even if the dude is saying it, I, I, I believe, you know, looking in that mirror, realizing like, I mean, you should care where y'all going to eat. You should care if you're going to visit somebody's parents. Like, you should care because that person is taking a moment to consider you. And as they're considering you and you're not trying to provide any type of feedback, you're basically putting the whole relationship in their hands in that moment. Look, like, you bet. You better care when I, the moment I leave the house to the moment I, I reach my destination. If you know it's supposed to take me thirty minutes to get to the barbershop and you haven't heard from me in forty five minutes and you don't reach out to me, I'm pissed. We got a problem. Yeah. Hey, you make it to the shop okay? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, got to talk and forgot to hit you up. I'm sorry, babe. You make it. You make it to the nail salon. You get your nails. Yeah, you know. I'm some. You know. You better. You better check. You better check. You better check the fuck up on me. <laughs> The hell, I'm out here running, running around footloose and fancy free. You don't give a shit where I'm at. Get a whole car accident. Whole car accident. I done woke up dead, and you ain't you ain't shot me a text or nothing. That nigga woke up dead. Oh no, not waking up dead. But uh, but another one you said to me, you basically kind of describe stubbornness. I don't think you like stubborn women. You may not have said it outright, but I think. And I, I, mean, I also and recognize I, that I'm a stubborn person, so me too. I, I am take too. that with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a stubborn person in the sense of if I'm truly convinced that this is not something I I, I don't need. If I if I'm if I'm convinced enough to stand my ground on something, I will. But I feel like I'm I'm stubborn to a, like like you said, you know, to a point. Um, but I don't think I've ever had a lot of failings in you know even mutual relationships because of stubbornness i think i think my stubbornness is realizing that at times it's understandable but then again that may be my own arrogance um i think i think one of one of the ones i want to bring back that we spoke about you know in the past is um i definitely if i'm talking to a woman then it's kind of combining them for me, I'm definitely not going to... I think a red flag for sure is when you're dealing with a woman or dealing with a man or whatever and they're just recently out of a relationship. But not only that, and I'm, when I say recently out of a relationship, I, I feel like people need about six months to a year to heal. If it was truly... a, You know, it's, if they were in a long relationship, it ended, they need time to heal. They shouldn't be jumping back into another relationship. People deserve that six month to a year time. I think that's fair. But in the combination of that, I don't like when people don't take accountability for why that relationship ended. So if you're dealing with the person and they're and they and they're and they're talking to you about why the relationship ended and and no instance of them saying, Well, I did some stupid shit too, or maybe I overreacted, or damn, maybe I should have did that. Like to me that shows character. But mm -hmm. if they're just basically just going off on that other person like that other person did this, did that, did this, did that, and you're just sitting here like, you know, like so, you know. What did you contribute to the to the failing of this relationship? And there's nothing on them. To me, that is a huge red flag that a lot of people overlook because mm -hmm. they want that person so bad. They're like, I don't give a shit what that other dude did or what that other woman did. I'm going to be better. They're like, nah, bro. It's like, yeah, this woman, she definitely floats on clouds. It had to be that nigga. It had to be. 
you you you've been sold a bill of goods because we we all contribute to the failing of relationships. I mean, there are some cases where obviously you know somebody deliberately did something blah blah. But once again, when you're dealing with even looking at you know our our, our mainstream case study with the Smiths, like I even think that in, in a point of that, Will Smith kind of took some blame. And so he took he was accountable for the fact that, you know, maybe I didn't do good enough in a portion of our in our relationship to make you want to wander off. You know, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I wouldn't I even say, say the wander off, because if you're to, to go back to the last one, I said, when you don't really care about anything and he, he says, oh, oh, yeah, I was done with your ass. So he was probably I don't care what Jada does. I don't care. You know, whatever. You know, OK, you're taking the kids here. I don't because. care. I don't care because I'm done with you. Then you look back and it's like. Oh well, should I open this door? Yep, I open yep. this door. Yep, yep. But yeah, that's 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 how I see it, man. Just make sure that you're dealing with somebody that shows signs of accountability, no matter how devastating the situation may be. Because I know people do not like to take any type of blame when it comes to breakups at all. A red red flag was me for me would be. Um, afraid to show your disinterest in something like you're uh, even even afraid to fight afraid to argue excuse me I, I i say i use i use fight and argue in, interchangeably if you're afraid to argue with your spouse because you want to just you know keep this facade that everything is awesome and you know that y'all are just walking on sunshine that's a huge red flag to me because i know me and just as i as i just mentioned i'm a stubborn person you know, I I will bend to a certain extent. I hey, I will bend like a UCLA gymnastics gymnastic on some things, but then if I realize that you're not bending, then I'm just gonna boom. All right, cool. Stiff as a board now. This this is where we're at, and I'm not I'm not budging anymore. So I think that arguments are healthy, and if somebody's afraid to argue with you, that means that they're not giving you their genuine self. And I need the genuine you. I may not like it all the time. I may not want it all the time, but I need the genuine you. Even if you don't like what I'm doing and you tell me that and I still do it anyways, I appreciate you for telling me that you don't like it. Heck yeah. I mean, that's you need feedback. Yeah. <laughs> You're in this together. Hey, I don't <laughs> I don't think you should make that move. All right, cool. I'm gonna do it anyways because I think I should. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean but, but, but to be able to have that conversation, hey, this is why I think you shouldn't, A, B, C. This is why I'm going to do it, A, B, C, and D. All right, cool. I understand where you're coming from. I still don't like it, but I understand why you have to do that. Yeah, non-confrontational people can be, they can come off as passive as well. So <laughs> I guess in a sense, you kind of want some aggressiveness from the person you're dealing with. Because I feel like with aggressiveness comes with that mindset of pushing back and not being being afraid to speak up. And that kind of goes into my next uh, red flag because uh, for me, I don't, this is for me personally, this is exclusive to me. Probably my next few may be exclusive to me. Like I don't like masculine women. I just don't. And I don't even want to break down what I mean by that. Just based on the fact that everybody has their own terms or their own traits of what a masculine woman is or a, a woman that shows masculine traits i mean a woman can think that simply putting being ambitious or 
working a nine to five and providing for herself means she's masculine. No, I'm not talking about those types of things. I'm talking probably, you know, more along the lines of, like you said, you know, maybe being overly aggressive. That's probably the one trait that, that probably bothers me in all honesty. And, um, I don't know, but, man. But I like, I like some aggressiveness though. Once again, that's, that's definitely you. That's why I said it was interesting that you said that. Cause I mean, like that's definitely you, like you like some aggressiveness, because for you, it kind of feeds into somebody that's not afraid to be confrontational and not afraid to give feedback. And I think that's more of a mental edge, I guess, with um, with how they speak and how. And I guess well, my aggressiveness is more of a physical thing. Like, don't like, don't push up on me like I'm a little bitch, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what's up? Like, straight up, like, like, first of all. Bro, you like 62205. What hey, you they mean? Try it, though. What you they mean, little it. bitch? Dog, they be trying it, dog. I'm telling you. It is, what it what is, you bitch? About 250? Yeah, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> but I, 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 I can say this. To, to say something about in the past, like, I've been in an abusive relationship years ago. And the one time that I had to defend myself, I can sit here and say, yeah, I personally had to put, be in a situation where I had to basically um put put a woman down I'll not knock her the fuck out or anything like that but you know I use my skills to put a woman down to to pin her down and like I've had to be aggressive with women that were aggressive with me but once again that's why I don't want to be in that situation it's we it's 2020 the shit I got away with that shit because I was very calculated and I got the hell out of there and I was smooth about it that was years ago I probably wouldn't get away with that now I would probably be in jail right now dealing with the type of woman that thinks that, oh, he's 6'1", 6'2", 205. I'm 5'3", 160. I'm going to be his ass. You can try. Like, no, like, don't try. No, don't no, try, no, no, no. Like, don't try. And that's, and that's just a little bit of it. Because, like, I got some homegirls. Like, they know that like, I don't, me personally, I'm just saying I don't think that I match well with somebody long term if they're, like, overly aggressive. But I click with females that, you know, have those tendencies because they funny to me because to me, those females tend to be more inclined to take my dark humor because they're mm-hmm. not that sensitive, you know, but at the same time, like when I'm just dealing with a woman that I'm just really kicking it with, like I prefer the feminine energy to to be way more visible than that than that masculine energy that some women tend to give off these days. But that's just me. That's exclusive to me. Like I said, you you don't mind it. Okay, okay. Let, let, let's let's clear this up because I, I was I was thinking aggressiveness from a different angle. So gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But but last last episode's words of advice where we talked about you know your your friends tell you tell you how it is, not necessarily what you want to hear. My my closest female friends and really the only females that I consider to be friends, they tell me how it is. They don't coddle me or anything like that. They tell me, they tell me, Jay, you fuck up. Like, like I consider them sisters because they talk to me like I expect my sisters to talk to me. Yeah, you know they'll handle me with kid gloves when they see that I'm I'm super emotional. But at the same time, they're still gonna give me the real. So when you say aggressiveness, you know, of course I'm not thinking about pushing up on me, you know, putting hands on me like that. But I, when I say I like an aggressive woman, I like a woman that's that's gonna come kiss me. That's, that's that she's gonna reach down she's gonna grab my hand or she you know she's gonna be she's gonna openly show that affection towards me i call it um love love me out loud 
Not and that's okay. not that's not to the sense of okay, I'm gonna post you all over social media and that's that's me loving you out loud. It's like no, like this is my man. I crave him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna grab on him. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna slap his dick in public. I'm gonna do stuff that you know that shows him see, that I hey. See see see. I do your little freaky little perverted ass was go get there. That's what that's what you really want to say. You just want your little freak. <laughs> say say you want look your little freak, bro. I get it. Look look you 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 to, you got on to me for not sharing myself in my write ups. Now I'm I'm on our platform. The No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. That's available on Apple iTunes. That's available on Google Play. That's available on SoundCloud. That's available on Spotify. And I'm just kicking it real with my people. These are my people. I, I like it. I like it. That's funny, though. That's, the, but that is what... But, but, but I, that says something, though. But because... Cause, and I, and I, took, I, take a, I took a look back at, at my dating history. And I look at... You know, I can put my finger on maybe two three women that really craved me and it made me feel like, Oh yeah, I'm here because I want to be here with you. Like I enjoy, I enjoy you. I enjoy the attention. I enjoy you physically. I enjoy you mentally. And I'm showing you these things. And to me, those were the best relationships that I've been in because those things were, you know, it, it, it might annoy me. You touch me in public. I got on these basketball shorts. Now I got to walk a little bit different, but at the same time, Hey, I tell, I can tell that you want me. And it makes me feel good. Like just like women want to feel wanted, men want to feel wanted. And that's that's something that makes me feel wanted. That you know, I'll reach down and I grab your hand. I, I I do a smack of the ass and a squeeze while we in Walmart. Shit like that. But you know, hey, if I'm, if I'm a freak, then I'm a freak, whatever. Hey, that's cool. That as we talk about these red flags, you realize what you want in a person. Yeah, absolutely. Like you definitely want the opposite. So you ain't you're not gonna want somebody that's shy about being spontaneous sexually, especially because you, you ain't just talking about sex. But if you had somebody that was like really adventurous sexually, that'll probably keep you around for a minute. You know, oh, no, they like, might scare me. They might scare me. Yes, <laughs> say, look, yeah, everything come back to center eventually. <laughs> I'm telling you that shit. That that shit can't be scary. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but uh, I think I think my last one to to me once again it's exclusive to me is uh. I, I like once again, if you pay attention to the type of women I like, I kind of like women in the sense of not necessarily traditional, but women that aren't afraid to be women. Women that women are that are okay with being women. That, and, and I, when I say that, I mean like most people have a normalized scope of what a woman is. And for me, I don't mind when women are around their women friends or their female friends. I prefer females to like to be around females i don't mind if they have male counterparts but i personally do not like when a female tells me she don't like females that's not cool like i don't yeah, like that like i yeah. want a girl to like i, I prefer to be around men well you know <laughs> that's you but i'm not that's not gonna work for a long term no it has nothing to do with insecurities i just i kind of see that almost as a self-hate thing in a sense, because it's like, damn, you don't like being around your own people. Like, <laughs> this, this, these are, this is your kind. You don't get along with them. You don't like to be around them. But for some reason, you like to be around men more. Like, I get it. You're heterosexual, but the fact of the matter is, like, that just scream for me. That's a glowing red flag. 
that's probably one of my glowing red flags too. Like, I'm definitely not going to deal with no physical, physically abusive woman, especially a woman that doesn't like to be around other women, and she's always catty. Her best friends are a male. Like, no, that, that, to me, that's just a recipe for disaster. I enjoy women that like being women and enjoy being around other women. And you know the experiences I've had with like women being around women. It's hilarious to observe. I know it's not the easiest thing, but I think that that says a lot about a woman's character when she primarily hangs around other females with no issues. Yeah. Straight up. Like, I'm not into drama like that. And in the end, like, I don't know. It said something that's just off putting about a woman that only likes to be around men. It's like, oh, you know, I just like to hang around my brothers and hang around my homeboys. That just screams masculine energy to me, and I already don't like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's I, that. Like I, said, that's, I definitely that's respect that one. I, 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 that. I respect them all, but you know, I, I definitely understand <laughs> where you're coming from on that one. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, and and I and a red flag to me is somebody that doesn't have their own hobbies. Like a man that doesn't have his own hobbies, he gets in a relationship and he's he's glued to your hip twenty four seven. Or a woman that doesn't have her own hobbies, she glued to your hip twenty four seven. That's a big red flag to me because if you're with me all the time, how can I tell you about how anything goes? That's that's one thing that that I, I that's a love hate thing when you when you have the world at your fingertips now that I can text I can text my girl all day long and then I get home to her. I don't have to ask you about how your day was because you you gave me the play by play. So, you know, I got to have something organic to talk about. We got to, you know, have something organic to talk about at the end of the day. But I prefer a woman to have her own friends, to have her own hobbies, because I I have my own hobbies. Like, hey, I'm finna go do this podcast. It's going to be anywhere between two to three hours. You know, I'll, I'll I'll let you know when I make it. Let you know when I'm headed home. You know, but that that that's my hobby. I'm gonna go to the barbershop. It's Friday. I'm probably gonna be there for five hours because I'm hang out. Though that's that's what I do. You know, but but to me, I like one. Hey, me and the girls gonna go hang out tonight. All right, cool. You good? You need some money? Oh, you know, whatever. Oh, okay, well, what you gonna do? And I'm probably just gonna be at the house today. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. Oh well, no, no, go 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 have fun, y'all. Do whatever y'all gotta do. Wake me up for this dick when you get home. That's it. It goes again. That's it. <laughs> hey, you're not leaving that in the drafts. I'm not, I'm not leaving that in the draft. Hey, the dick is out. <laughs> hey man, like 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 you said, man. You you value freedom, but the same at the same time, I think think about what you just said. Like, because I think uh, Chris Rock even mentioned that this is constant need to be connected and attached to each other. And like I said, man, I think I think. Millennials starve themselves and Gen Zers starve themselves of that freedom that they truly need. It's like, hey, man, like when your spouse is out the house, maybe it should be more of a hit them up every four hours rather than every hour. Like you ain't got to talk to them all the time because me, you know, for another, I'd actually say, uh, I saw, you know how you see the, the yellow flag is caution, right? Yeah. Like I said, yellow flag, yeah. Yellow flag for me, man, is clinginess. I do not like clinginess. I have never liked clinginess. I won't run from a woman that is clingy, but she's going to feel the fact that I don't like clinginess. I cannot stand clinginess. I, it, it it bothers me so much. And call me introverted, call me anti-social, whatever you want. I just think that, in a sense, that kind of, at times, screams insecurity, and it screams controlling. And those two things suck. 
I don't want an insecure, controlling woman. I'm going to run from you. I swear I'm going to run. I'm going to run, Jay. <laughs> Usain. To, to me, I see, look, I don't mind if you hit me up every 90 minutes or something like that or... All right, uh, all right, we just made it to this place. All right, cool. Is that where y'all going to stay or y'all going to move around? Uh, I don't know. We haven't decided yet. All right, cool. Have fun. And then 90 minutes later, hey, you having a good time? Whatever. Oh, yeah, it's a good time. You know, you know, you ask me again, I don't care. But just just to be one to sit there and have a whole conversation to make sure that I'm on the phone with you the whole time, I, would, I don't appreciate that. Like, because, like, again, that's one of those, that's one of those, I need you to care, but I don't need you to overcare. Like, you, I, I understand how you're trying to occupy my time to make sure that I ain't doing nothing wild or crazy. All right, you know, you need to know what kind of man you got. If you got a man where you know that you need to make sure that he's FaceTiming you while he's in the club with his boys or something like that, then, hey, you probably shouldn't let him out the house. And, you know, you got the man that's going to FaceTime you anyways just because he want to see you or, you know, he wants to show you the time. Then, hey, whatever. But to me, it's kind of like there's a thin line between... Hey, I'm just checking to make sure you're good, and I'm checking to make sure that I'm good. Totally respectable. <laughs> in, in a sense, it just sounds like moderation to me. Yeah, it's moderation. like, hey, man, <laughs> you know, let's uh, let's keep it uh, let's let's not be too much. Let's not do the most. Yeah, let's not know? do the most. You know, but uh, yeah, I like it, man. I like it. Uh, and we can go on forever about this, man. I just, honestly, that ain't that we really wing that because that was new stuff because I was like let me not cheat the people and uh, uh, I'm glad we came up with some new stuff I think I repeated maybe like two or three of mine but for the most part that that was some that was some good stuff man uh, I definitely I definitely um, appreciate the fact that you you did all yours off the cuff that was that was nice that was nice that probably was about 15 or 20 right there I had to go back and listen and find out but I'm telling you it's possible you can go even longer but I, honestly, we could because it's just a conversation. <laughs> you just you just talk about the things that you you like and you don't like. And me and you, we had the conversation about coming in with standards. Like I told you previously, I typically don't come in with standards. Like I'm gonna find out about this person, and I'm gonna build what I like and I don't like based off this person, not based off myself. And honestly, that's a problem. Like you know yourself better than you know this person from the jump. So you need to know what you're going to tolerate from the jump and not just wait and see like, okay, this person does that. I don't like when this person does that. You don't like when nobody do that, to be honest. Tell them again. Tell them again. Well, shit, man. <laughs> At the end of the day, we can continue this another day. I see that we have, I see that we are reaching about an hour and 10 minutes or something like that. Beautiful thing when you update your computer. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, I've been over here struggling. Um, look, I guess we can fall into words of advice now. Um, my words of advice are for my boy Lou Will. You out here wilding. <laughs> Lou Will, you out here wilding. What is you doing? How you gonna leave a bubble to go party with Jack Harlow at a strip club, my guy? My words of advice to you is don't do that. He got his NBA season on the line. Get it together. I, I heard I've heard that Magic City has some of the best food on the planet. I've heard I'm gonna have to find out. I'm I'm gonna have to take this trip down now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to find out. Find out. <laughs> Straight up. I mean I guess, man. I guess. I like, that's my like take your job seriously, man. Take that's, your job. That's just all I'm saying. If you're gonna do your job, do it seriously. Good answer. Don't be out here wilding. 
the all jokes aside though, like that that shit that shit really was like, man, come on, man, we we constantly have you guys on the pedestal kind of as role models. We just expect better from y'all guys, man. I'm just it, it's funny, but at the same time, it's like, come on, Lou. First of all, you got two girlfriends. Like, does he still have two girlfriends? I'm pretty sure he do. Pretty sure he do. I, I like that uh, JJ had reminded me of that story the other day when Lou Will had um somebody tried to pull over Lou Will and rob him, and he ended up and the dude realized it was Lou Will, and Lou Will was like, yeah, I think he took him to a McDonald's, and then uh gave him some money and just like talked to him was like, bro, you ain't got to be out here doing this, you know what I'm saying? And like that just made me in my mind think like I know Lou Will got more sense than that. You know? <laughs> like, come on, Lou, do better. But yeah, be above the influence. Yeah, man. Um, my words of advice are don't be afraid to say that you messed up or not even messed up. Don't even, don't be afraid to say that you made a bad decision. That shows growth. That shows personal growth that you can look yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, this was a bad decision. I, I, I thought it was good. I made it thinking it was good. Long haul. This turns out to be a bad decision. Be be secure enough within yourself to say, hey, I made a bad decision. And if that bad decision turns out that you owe some people apologies, give them those apologies. Because that doesn't do anything for them. That does any, everything for you and your growth and your character and your development as a human being. So don't be afraid to develop as a human being. I respect it. I respect it. I don't see how you can't respect that. If you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Oh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. They, I still okay. keep them in the tuck. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, man, I really, I think you had one on like a 70s show run. Hey. Dropping Jay-Z bars. Hey. And then just, the Shaolin and Shambles came, and I don't know what happened. Always rears his ugly head, my man. Always <laughs> rears his ugly head. Hey, man, but like like we said, man, we've said it many times. Uh, merches, merches in tuck. It's it'll be they 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 they're going out accordingly. But unfortunately, the United States Postal Service is trash, and uh, I'm too cheap to use FedEx and UPS at times. Cause I mean, shit, why should I have to use it when I have a service that is more affordable? <laughs> than, like, like, but anyways, affordable but not reliable. Golly, but uh, yeah, man, you already know where you find us, man. SoundCloud, Google Play. Be on the lookout for JS3. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'll be on Spotify? That'll be on Spotify. Okay, we don't know what you do on Spotify, but whatever you do there. I don't, do and, I, and I honestly don't know when it'll drop, but, you know. It might, it's coming. It might be this week. It might be this year. He ain't gonna leave it in the draft forever. It's, it's not, this, this one's not gonna be in the draft. Okay, okay. Like I said, the streets need it. And, uh, anyways, with that being said. This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But, ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?